Welcome to the CE Pro Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. Have you started selling wellness solutions yet? Do you know what biophilia covers? What about how assistive living plays into this category? You know, the role of today's residential integrator is expanding more than ever, and it's a lot to keep track of. So we grabbed Walt Zerby, CDS Senior Director of Technology and Standards, to help put some of these broad topics into better focus in this week's episode. Walt Zerby, Senior Director of Technology and Standards at Cedia. Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely, Arlen. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, Walt, uh, we wanted to really dig into the wellness and biophilia category in the podcast today. It's, you know, it's something certainly that CE Pro has been covering now for a while. And we know Cedia is becoming more involved with uh, in this aspect for its members. You know, um, just to start off, let's talk about, obviously, there are many elements involved in wellness. Um, maybe you could just kind of run through some of those um, briefly and then tell us a little bit about, you know, which specific ones, you know, Cedia right now is the most bullish on for integrators and why? Sure. Um, so as we all know, this word wellness is going crazy. Everything is wellness. And I think COVID has definitely accelerated wellness. And um, I think people have realized um, or rediscovered their homes. Um, they just took the homes, I think, for granted, and pre pretty much hang out spaces, go to bed, get up and leave. And now that people are home, the opportunity for wellness and, and things like that has never been greater. I know that we are seeing record growth right now in lighting. Lighting is always, the U.S. has always taken a backseat to Europe in lighting. Um, it's always been a heck of a lot more exciting in Europe. And it starts, it stems from the toggle switch and the decorator switch. That's all we had forever. Now we've got some actual designs where we have some 50 by 50 millimeter product. It's actually more attractive. We've got glass and metal and different surfaces. And couple that with color temperature lighting, which is uh, nicely being um, marketed by people to get consumer awareness people uh, aware of it, like Philips Hue, GE, you know, uh, Lutron, there's a whole bunch of other companies that do this. Um, now lighting is one of probably the key wellness areas that I that we're seeing growth. Lighting is now becoming a big ticket item. It's becoming a, uh, a major contributor to margin on a job. And it has a huge effect on how somebody feels when they're in their space, being able to change the color temperature. So we've seen Lighting, I'm going to classify that as wellness. We've also seen immersive, uh, immersive everything. And, you know, it's, we're finally at the point, like with, with audio, they tried to sell high definition audio and thought people would pay more money to get title or to get uh, any of these other um, higher quality streaming services. But to really notice the benefit of that, you need to have a system capable of uh, with the resolution and the proper setup so you can actually hear those those minute differences. Sure, but, exactly. Yeah, but with the movies now being streamed directly to the home, people can absolutely tell the difference between an immersive audio experience and a stereo audio experience. So I'm going to also chalk down immersive uh, experiences and in particular immersive audio. I know that people are going through the roof installing immersive systems that is absolutely a wellness thing too because all the album companies are remixing their albums into immersive and or creating new ones 
in immersive formats. So those are two uh, right off the bat, I would say, are directly controlled by us, uh, by us, integrators and Cedia channel type people. Um, so almost just a new right way now. of looking at, looking at the audio category in general, because I know, uh, I think the word soundscaping has been used a lot, um, mm -hmm. but maybe more like I, you think of that and you think of like nature sounds, but you're talking about just any kind of immersive audio, really. Well, that's another application of it. So if you want to go towards a, the biophilia side, which is, I know everyone agrees, it's a terrible term. Um, yes, that would be piping in, 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 if you can, in an immersive way, nature sounds. The third area I think that's really continuing to grow is outside or bringing outside in. Uh, outside lighting, outside audio, um, that, that I would consider that another wellness because getting out of the house is a good thing to do. You feel good when you're outside and it's another area we can completely, you know, control ourselves. Yeah. And, um, going from there, what about some of the other elements, the indoor air quality, uh, water purification, things like that? Those are all part of it, but I'd, I'd like to bring that into the discussion of the, the larger, uh, the bigger picture that I wanted to kind of talk uh, to you about today, if if I may. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about, you know, those individual aspects about it. And then, you know, certainly from a CEDIA standpoint, uh, the association obviously is huge on the education side. So we mm -hmm. wanted to talk about uh, with all of those individual facets of wellness, you know, just how integrators can become, you know, more well-versed on these topics and better educated and then, you know, what they need to know about designing systems, who they need to collaborate with, things like that. So I know, Walt, you definitely had something prepared for us. So let's let's walk through that kind of thing. Sure. Let me share. All right. So I'm a big fan of mind mapping. I use mind maps for kind of everything. And I think it's a, if you're not familiar with mind mapping, I definitely um, suggest that you get familiar with mind mapping because it's a great way to capture ideas and thoughts quickly and organize them. So... I had I had to think on this, and, and this goes back to the CETA Technology Council, which um, I'm, I'm part of, to our standards, to education. When we bring up words like wellness, we need to get into wellness. We need to, how are we going to get into wellness? Well, really, what is wellness? And what is biophilia? And what is a lot of these things? So I started breaking it down into basically three main areas. So the first area that we have are our cores. And the cores that we all know are networking and lighting and audio and video and automation, sensors, security, acoustics. There's two new things I'm going to be calling core. And there'll be other things that will become core. But media management. We never talked about media management as a core before. But media management should be a core because it's a bane of a lot of people's existence. If you can't use your stuff, if you can't find what you want to do, that's problem. And what we need to do is simplify people's life. Simp simplicity is the new luxury. And that's exactly what we should be doing with every one of these things. The other one is interaction design and usability. And this goes for people that are fully functional to people that have disabilities, uh, whether it's a voice, whether they're, they're, you know, they're sight impaired, they're hearing impaired, they need tactile things, you know, touch screens are okay. No, they need buttons. This has, I think, also become a lot more important than it ever has been. And we're going to call all those things education. Okay. 
Certainly, that makes a ton of sense. And just stop me wherever you want if if you want to interject or. No, that all looks good. I, th- I mean, especially the media management, just dealing with the glut of everything that is out there these days. Absolutely. I mean, I'm challenged myself with it, <laughs> and you know, and I'd like to consider myself in the know. So, the next thing is discovery. Now, this is something that happens on every job, but I don't think we're doing enough discovery, and I think discovery is an area where all of us really need to improve. So you need to have empathy for the person you're doing the job for. You need to step in their shoes. You need to understand every family member. You need to understand the needs of every family member. You need to observe what they do, how they do it. And if you wanna take it to the nth degree, you can do something called ethnographic research where you actually, uh, and this is on maybe a more extreme case, but it is a um, a definite tool to be used in the right situation. You stay with them. And you watch how they interact with things, with lighting, with their audio video systems, with their heating and cooling. And, and then you, you, what, from that, you will learn what do they have problems with? What do they do well? What, do, what don't they do well? How could you make life better? And I'm going to call all these things human skills. So I think we definitely need to improve human skills. And I'm building to the, to the end here. You know, why is Walt going through networking, you know, these cores and going through observation, you know, no duh, I do that, I'm an integrator. Because all these things are necessary to do something called wellness. So what is wellness on its own? It's a recipe of all the things here. And uh, it's all as a recipe of cores and discovery. And then once you've gotten your proper discovery, then you'll know which cores you need to use, and then you can prescribe a wellness solution. We've changed home theater to immersive. Uh, you know, as you know, on the education side, I also head up the standard side, and we do a lot of stuff at standards, and standards uh, drive the education. We used to have something called CEB 22 and CEB 23. Those are recommended practices for home theater audio and home theater video lost the word home theater. It's about immersive. It could be gaming. It could be a nature scene, just like we talked about, that has ambient ambient sound around for relaxation in that room that has controlled acoustics. So that's how we're, that's how we're growing and emerging. Huddle spaces, simulators, immersive gym, which happens to be um, and one of the uh, offerings in the Propel program, assisted living. So the new core that we need to add to the cores is collaborate. I'd venture to say that a lot of collaboration that most integrators are doing today hasn't changed much in 20, 30 years. It's probably the electrician, got to coordinate with the electrician. Uh, you know, you need to know your stages with the builder. So, you, you know, you don't put your wires in at the wrong time, the insulators, the drywallers and internationally, all those other things too. But now to pull off wellness, you're not an HVAC contractor you're not a water system installer. You might not be doing all low voltage lighting. You might be doing, you might need to work with a lighting designer because lighting design is completely different than, than, you know, hooking up lighting. So this is an area I guarantee you that an integrator needs to be focusing on to properly pull these things off. And that's kind of what I wanted to go through. This is the summation of everything. This is the key to being able to do any of these buzzwords. You know, you can put, enter your name here. Whatever that recipe is called, 
it's still made up of these things. And if you don't master these things, you're not going to pull the recipe off. Right. So it sounds like we're going to have to um, talk to the integrator community and do what seems to be a lot of uh, rethinking about the way certain categories are, and then a lot more relationship building in terms yep. of finding those uh, collaborative efforts uh, there. So yeah, let's definitely, you know, go through a little bit more about, you know, just ways that they should go about doing that. If someone says, you know, Hey, Walt, I'm really interested in this stuff. I don't, I don't even know where to begin. You know, what's, what's the response going through all this stuff to get to their, that point of that design phase. And is this, is this the customer potential customer asking this question or is this the, integrator? this is the integrator asking this the integrator. Question. Okay. So I would say that the integrator at that point in time probably has the answers, just hasn't stepped back to look at it. Um, we're probably the most guilty of getting set in our ways. I know we're involved in technology. We try to be forward thinking, but lots of times I do it this way because I do it this way and I've always done it this way. So you need to read, you're already, let you know, you, you do things in your house that annoy you, but, and you do it every single time, but you don't really think about, gosh, that annoys me. Maybe I should think about a different way of doing that. And um, I think some internal reflection from an integrator on how people live, how they live with technology and how they can use their skill sets to better someone else's life is all they have to do. They really are just repitching what they know and what they're doing and 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 selling it or providing it in a completely different manner. And are you finding in talking to the integrators that the customer is changing these days because of all the different things that are available to them or you know the, is the customer awareness level um does that match the integrator awareness level? Is it like, you know, with other categories where, you know, they can say, hey, you know, I don't really know what's out there for 4K. I have no idea, you know, why should I, just thinking about that as a category, why, why do I need to go from 1080p to 4K? Why do I need to go to 8K? What's OLED? Does that, do the integrators have those same answers nowadays for customers that, you know, may come to them and say, okay, uh, indoor air quality, you know, I've, what can I do to improve this? I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's both. I mean, we all have had customers and I, I was in business a long time ago <clears throat> that will ask you some really tough things to do. They heard about something, they read about something and uh, you may decide to try to figure that out or you may decide that's too risky to figure out. So, but now um, I, I do think we should be more on the education side. I think people know about what they've heard marketed through the mass media. They know about voice control. Um, they know about, I think they're starting to know about lighting. I think they may be starting to get into wellness a little bit more, but what you need to do as an integrator is you need to make them understand um, how, like for instance, your house. If you simply provided some data that shows that a, a typical house has this much dust in it, has this many VOCs flying around in the air, and um, and all these types of things, 
let alone the lighting. You've already got the lighting thing understood. You've got the audio and you got the immersive. This is more towards getting wellness into the picture. Mm -hmm. If you simply provide them some data, they'll be like, gosh, I had no idea that my house indoor air quality was worse in most all cases than the outside air quality. And uh, that, I think that's, it's, again, it's all about relationships and it's about providing solutions that would make people's lives better. Of course, they'll ultimately decide where they want to throw their money because, you know, they have a X amount budget. But I guarantee you, if you can sell it on the wellness, health and security side, they will tend to definitely throw money on that side. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And, and uh, it sounds like integrators um, will definitely need to be doing a lot more legwork in the, you know, the research department to find these things, to arm themselves with their own research and statistics. And, you know, like you said, maybe go to HVAC guys to, to know how to talk the talk when it comes to those kind of things. Yep. NAHB, um, other, other places like that. You know, I can cite a particular interesting trend. So back in the eighties and nineties, when I was, doing installations it was a very hard sell to a builder to do structured wiring they're like why do we need that um, people got speakers okay they got tv sound lighting control not so much uh now because of all the advertising by ring nest and the like mm -hmm. um we're doing a leadership series of uh, of webinars we've got another one that, that hits uh tomorrow um, we've had somebody on there from Zonda and they, they, they have national data about what's going on in the builder world. They said, you pretty much can't build a house now without a front door camera, uh, because there is now consumer demand. I want that feature that, so there's now there's pull, there's pull for tech. And it's funny, tech has always been hot on a builder's mind. They had silent floor joists. They had, you know, preformed you know, superior walls for foundations. They've had a ton of different plumbing things, roofing things, insulation things, but the actual tech stuff they were um, not comfortable with. Now they're now people are requesting it. So um, of course, we've all said this till we're blue in the face. You're, you're gonna have to sell someone on a solid network. That's the first thing. Sure, of course. But um, yeah, there's pull starting, but I think we need to focus on educating our customer not you never give them what they necessarily ask for and i've had this lesson with industrial designers when i was uh, building products i'd ask for this they'd give me four things i didn't ask for then they'd give me the thing i asked for and i ended up settling settling on the thing i didn't ask for because they knew if they worked me through that process and i was actually irritated i would arrive at where they thought i should be than where I thought I should be. And that's what the integrator needs to do. Are you finding that um, integrators are, you know, making their way into more, you know, builder show homes, things like that? And do the builders know to go to places like Cedia to hop on, you know, webinars that you guys do and say, oh yeah, we need that, we need that. Is it is it becoming more more connected? I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking back um, yeah. to a few months ago where, you know, I posted an item about Taylor Morrison talking about yep. these new, you know, wellness homes that they're that they're building and they seem to be really involved in it. And, you know, they're going to have these showcase homes with that feature, all these sorts of amenities. And 
I'm just wondering how that connection is going in terms of where they're hooking up with integrators to provide this stuff and then also educate them more on, you know, hey, you should have this in your in your showcase and you should do this. That connection is definitely going in the right direction. And and just like Taylor Morrison, a lot of builders are now differentiating themselves as a value add to be tech friendly. Mm. And just like uh, there used to be a saying about, you know, Japanese electronics manufacturers, once one person does something, all the others follow. So I, I you can use that as an integrator as an example. Maybe you don't even have Taylor Morrison in your area, but you could say, look, here's the builder. They put it in every, every house, at least some minimum type of package. So um, yeah, I think the tides are turning. Um, and as far as demo homes go, uh, I do know that they do build demo homes and uh, my wife's a realtor and she, um, she is now uh, having to deal with a lot more technology too. So we're not just always fighting for kitchen cabinets, flooring and countertops. Tech is now getting a piece of that uh, budget as well. Right. Yeah, that's good to hear. And I know we've, you know, it seems like every month we're posting an item about how well um, new construction is doing right now. So we know this stuff is is being built and is in a pretty high demand nationwide, it seems. Yeah. So while let's move on uh, in terms of, you know, so some more specific technologies. Uh, let's ask, let's talk about the CDA Propel program that you that you touched upon. Uh, it, so it launched last year with some of these cutting edge solutions. Um, I believe that we had the the bright restorative bed in there yep. and the immersive gym that you mentioned. Yep. Can you just explain a little bit um, what what makes these solutions so attractive? Why did Cedia gravitate toward them? Yeah. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to find products that are um, innovative, relate to our channel, and relate to where uh, tech in the world is going. So. If you take just if you take a look at sleep, sleep is something that affects everyone and is something that a lot of people aren't getting enough of and recently have really been doing a poor job at. Um, this bright bed is all about trying to have you get a good night's sleep. And there's all kinds of products that you can get right for for sleep and for monitoring. This is an aura ring, and I, I use the uh, the aura ring uh, when I remember to look at the data. Uh, I look at the data. But I do wish I had a bed that uh, wasn't just a dumb mattress, and I hate the word smart. So um, this particular bed, without getting too much into the product, um, has a whole bunch of basically uh, actuators in it. So it can conform your side of the bed to you, someone else's side of the bed to them, and it can make it uh, very comfortable for you in various positions and various um, uh, moods that you're in, temperature control, as well as monitoring and feedback. So. That's a product that clearly falls in the wellness bucket and is, is a luxury product. So that, that would be unique product as far as immersive. So the luxury, goes, so the luxury amenity sounds, so that makes it uh, ideal for the custom guys then in terms of, you know, we're just giving them something that's a real good value add premium solution for, you know, the kind of premium clientele that they deal with. Correct. That's absolutely right. And um, another one of those uh, luxury value add items, we also have Ring. Uh, Ring is on there too, but um, the Immersive Gym is fits really nicely into our bailiwick of, of what we do. And I'm just gonna go back here and sorry for looking around the corner here and share my screen. Immersive Gym 
is a recipe of a bunch of stuff. It's networking, it's lighting, it's audio, it's video, it's automation. It can be HVAC. Um, it can be acoustics. Uh, it can be absolutely every one of those things. And by saying immersive, um, I believe immersive gym requires a minimum of 120 degree field of view to consider something to be immersive. So basically what that's saying is you just can't have a big screen in the front. You need to have screens on the side. And that is purely in our world of capability to deliver well and to deliver properly. But that same immersive gym could also be a chill out space. It could be a wellness space. It could be yoga. It could be meditation. So we thought that product was really well suited uh, for our channel and for the term wellness and the term biophilia. Sure. So that's another, it sounds like it's another great solution that uh, integrators can go. And when they're, you know, doing kind of a survey of a home, might look at a secondary room that the homeowner thinks is really good for, you know, some other recreational activity, but the integrator can say, Hey, have you thought about doing this in this room? This looks like a perfect spot for an immersive gym. Yeah. You know, when you think, of, <clears throat> when you think about it, if you had that, I, I know if I had that, or if that was at my house, my family would, would be clamoring to get in that room. So. Yeah, that's uh, another good option for them. Definitely. It's uh, another good way to kind of rethink, you know, what the room's potential are as they're looking as they're looking through a home, I think. So yep. that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, tell me from, you know, from your perspective, obviously, uh, um, as a tech guy, you you stay up on these kind of solutions. You poke around here and there. You're following what the, you know, the latest big things are like, like bright and immersive gym. Um, is there anything else that you've seen recently, you know, let's just say maybe in the last six months, obviously we had, the, you know, the CEDIA Expo virtual, mm -hmm. uh, we just had CES, uh, you know, I know I was poking <laughs> around and found a, a similar type of restorative bed, um, from, I think a company called Ergo Motion that looked really cool. Um, what are some of the things that, you know, you're kind of keeping an eye on and, you know, maybe they need a little bit more maturation process, but, you know, things, um, Anything that you've heard or seen that's kind of caught your attention and, and you know, you could see making a little bit of headway? Yeah. Um, let me see. There, um, there are a bunch of things going on. I, I have to say I'm pretty interested in what Sony's doing with their hyper real stuff. They're, they're trying to bring these truly immersive experiences to the home. And I think that's something that everyone gets and everyone can easily understand, easily prescribe to. The other things I've got an eye on is the other uh, other area that we are trying to figure out. I think we're all trying to figure out, which is uh, living in place mm -hmm. or assisted living, which is, again, another recipe of the core skills and the empathy or the discovery process. It's no different than any of the other things. And um, we all know that we're all going to be living in our homes longer. Uh, we're not going to have the square footage for everyone to go to a, um, a, I hate to say the word, but an old age home. And um, we're also not gonna have the money because it's very expensive. So sure. we're gonna need the tech, uh, it's going to happen and we're well suited to put the tech in. So I'm, I'm very interested in gate analysis products and that's spelled G-A-I-T. So um, you can tell a lot about a person, uh, how they walk. 
and the gate analysis products um, will scan the area and notice you in kind of skeleton stick form. So it does it doesn't it doesn't show a video of you. It it kind of represents your actual bone structure. And if your gait changes, they might there's probably something wrong. And if you've fallen, it can detect that you've fallen. So I think the gait analysis stuff is really interesting. On the security front, I think it's Linksys Aware. I think that's the name of the product. They're now it's in its infancy. So we, as we talked about this infancy stuff, they're now doing products where um, as you disturb the Wi-Fi in the house, they can see movement and they can detect mass. They'll be able to detect with, and, and determine whether it's a pet, whether it's a person. They say they're going to eventually be able to develop the technology where they can even see respiration rates. So um, I think we'll see if that happens. But um, yeah, I've got my ear and eye across the area. Basically, I think we're well handled right now in the immersive stuff, albeit um, VR and AR. I think AR is going to be going up sharply in a little bit. Um, I think VR still has a bit to go because of the big clunky stuff on your head. Right. Um, but yeah. You don't want to follow the road that you know 3D took well, a decade ago in terms <laughs> of people just not wanting not wanting to wear that stuff. It's, you know, it's a good point, certainly. Well, with glasses, uh, I, I can't. <laughs> they right? don't fit. Let's talk a little bit more about the the assistive living and the living in place and that kind of, you know, let's call it like a wellness adjacent category. And, you know, what you were talking about um, with the gate analysis made me think a little bit of a conference I went to a few years ago with, uh, with PERS, the Personal Emergency Response Systems, and everything that was being done in terms of PERS and mobile PERS products and devices that again had all those, you know, obviously it was the, the home safety elements to those. And it seemed like, uh, you know, that category was exploding with all sorts of technology. Um, we're gonna have a, a contribution that, uh, that Giles Sutton from Cedia uh, has handed off to CE Pro, and it talks a lot about this category. And in it, he actually quoted uh, CD instructor Peter Aylett that he talked about this opportunity uh, having the potential. This is a quote from him to eclipse every other category of product that the CD channel specifies and installs. So, which I thought was a very bold statement. Um, so, if you don't mind, let's just go a little bit more into that in terms of, you know, what technology. Um, Acumen is involved right now that integrators can already get a leg up on if they want to know exactly what might be involved in this. And then again, what sort of education they can find to, you know, become more proficient and just learn about this. Because like you said, this it is something that is going to be huge in our society. We've known this for years in the United States. Um, but it definitely is something that the integrator channel can really embrace. This is an area I also need to do more learning on. Um, I would assume that there are different levels of assistance and what assistance is. So, um, at, and at some point for education, you're going to need to get education directly from manufacturers that make specific products that, um, that would address specific needs. So, um, as, as a general, the only advice I can give is you gotta be really proficient with your course 
you have to be really proficient with um, with your discovery so you know what someone needs. And then you need to really be proficient with the collaboration because you need to go out and find the products and find the companies that can help you. I think in many cases, you're going to become the, the technology general contractor and you're going to, you're going to need to coordinate all of the trades to pull off the solution for someone, which means impeccable documentation, impeccable communication and impeccable understanding of the needs. And, um, that's about as far as I can go into it because I can't give a, a simple answer of, yeah, this is what you do because I'm trying to learn that myself as well. <laughs> sure. Is it a category, you know, I know just from re recalling about a decade ago, there seemed to be a few companies here and there that were working on, you know, telehealth, remote health, uh, that kind of thing to enable this type of uh type of category for integrators is it something where almost now as you as you mentioned before you know builders are really embracing technology more will the assisted living category be something where now the end user is ready to embrace the integrator at least a bit you know much more than they might have in the past i think the end user is way ahead of the builder and is ahead of the integrator. I used to attend a bunch of building conferences um, that were that were held at Harvard. And it is interesting, their definition of assisted living was grab bars and watching elevation changes so you wouldn't trip and the level of light switches. No tech was brought into that or automation of any kind into that discussion. That's one of the things that we need to do is um, you should be a, a member, hopefully of your local building chapter or, you know, or whatever that is abroad. And you should be uh, working with designers and you should be working on educating yourself so you can educate them. So you can all kind of start to figure this out together and understand that, you know, it. It's interesting. My, my wife recently has had requests even for simple stuff, for people that want to live on one level, they want a house that has everything on one level. In my yep. area, that's really hard to find. So just the basic structure. So if you don't have a one level structure, how are you going to uh, how are you going to change that structure so someone that that you know that is uh, living in place can continue to use that structure, uh, you know, for for a very long time while they're having some some challenges. So yeah, it's, it's, and your answer, I guess, answered Arlen. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good point, and it's it's kind of funny that you mentioned that about the one level structure because I know uh, where I am as well in terms of at least you know new new construction that's popping up. I mean, forget about it; it's all giant homes that are being made. It's really they're not looking at this at this uh, segment of the demographic, and it's it kind of makes you scratch your head and think, well, why not? You know, it, it, there's yeah. such potential there, so. And it's and it's all going to be it's going to be largely retrofit because there's a lot more existing places than there mm -hmm. are you know new ones. So exactly. So that's a, you know it's a good segue. Well, one the final thing that I wanted to ask you is in terms of um, talking to CDM members, integrators. You know, just back to what we've been saying about the wellness category um, and how they're how they are pitching these solutions to consumers and what consumers you know, what they're seeing in terms of consumer education, consumer awareness. Um, 
you know, just any last comments that you have in terms of, you know, what you're hearing from integrators about anything special that they're doing, um, you know, are they doing different kinds of, uh, you know, whatever, lunch and learns, uh, anything to make the, the potential customer base more aware of what's going on and anything that they're doing to their own uh, showrooms or show homes. Obviously, we know a lot of integrators um, still put together their own, uh, use their own homes as demo homes. Are they outfitting their own homes with these types of solutions so that they can then show them off? You know, obviously, uh, COVID concerns notwithstanding, of course. Yeah, and that that COVID concerns one is kind of it. Um, I'm not aware of any new major investments in demo home stuff, but I do know that that's where it ultimately is going to work uh, to get somebody to really understand what it can be like. So um, the only other thing is uh, even something as simple as lighting control. There are a lot of simple stories that you can tell people um, when they say, why do I need lighting control? You can say you already have lighting control. And they can say, what do you mean? And, and you can say, well, when you unlock your car and open your door, your light goes on and it you know, rises slowly. And then you get in the car and you start the engine and the light dims down. That's lighting control. And you expect that to happen. If, that's, and that the, if that light's burned out or doesn't do what it's supposed to do, you're irritated. But it just worked and it worked in the background. So I would I would say that it really it's again without having to show you know showing things is always the best, but it's about the story. I think everyone needs to work on their storylines so they can so they can describe how someone may interact with their home, how they may make their life simpler and less complicated because it's gotten a heck of a lot more complicated recently with everyone needing to work from home all at the same time and learn from home and everything else. So I would say that while, again, I'm just repeating myself, while, uh, while, while a demo home is good, a story is better. Yeah, and it sounds like there's definitely more that they can be doing when they're, you know, when they are able to go into customers' homes. And we know certainly um, business has been really good for integrators over the last year. We had kind of that dip, but then things pick back up. So we know there's a lot of projects going on, a lot of site surveys. And I think one of the key messages is, you know, we hear a lot of integrators that say, you know, okay, we don't sell products, we sell lifestyle solutions. Mm -hmm. uh, that seems to be the point to hammer home yep. uh, with what you're saying. Exactly. Way to just kind of, you know, talk the talk and walk the walk to back it up. So completely agree. Great. Well, with that being said, uh, you know, certainly wellness and biophilia will consider to be a very exciting category. And Walt, we want to thank you for being on the CE Pro podcast and sharing your insights with us. Arlen, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.